32 of Book Off Banter. I'm going to start you on a bit of a downer. So just before this episode, we were like, what the hell are we going to talk about? What what are we going to do? Carla was like, oh, I'm a bit like, meh. And, and I'm yeah. kind of was exactly the same. And I think it's that like, you c- we're coming to winter. I think we can't bury our heads anymore. We're starting to see darker nights. And um, so we've kind of, well, I'll be honest with you, we've scrabbled about and we've decided that with winter coming up, we're going to talk about feeding and we're also going to talk about um, something that we saw on social media. But yeah, basically, it's going to probably be a little bit random, a little bit off the cuff. We've got like wind, pre-winter blues and I'm sick of, I think everyone's fucking sick of the stupid rules that don't make any bastard sense, do they? Mm. I'm all about following rules if I can see any sort of logic. <sighs> but like we're back on tighter lockdown. But to be honest, I can't. Oh, are even... you? Yeah. I, no one can keep up anymore. No one can keep up with the rules and the regulations. We're quite mm. lucky. I'm in the East. Right. We're just like, we're trying to keep up. And I think it definitely it's like a kind of low grade pissing you off all the time isn't it because sometimes like yeah I noticed a rule that doesn't make sense and then you see something on facebook where someone will be like oh so i can't see like my mum in a house but i can see her in a public thing and then you kind of go oh that's really annoying and so i just feel like it is it is it's everyone it just, just feels like i think round down on me i know I think, I think, well, I think because it's because we're in this middle ground at the minute, aren't we? And nobody yeah. knows quite what's going on. So, like, it, it seemed that when, when the pandemic first hit, and it really was, we were all in this together. And yeah. it was like, no, fuck, we're, we're going to pull through this together. We're going to protect Except the Except with toilet roll. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And we knew where we were going with it. It was like, yeah, we're going to, everything went into lockdown and, you know, and everyone knew where they stood. And now, we knew, I kind of suspected this regional thing was going to happen. And, and I just think it's really shit. Number one, I think it's shit for people who are in a regional lockdown and are looking out and seeing people that aren't in a regional lockdown able to do stuff. Because I think that's just the worst thing ever. And secondly, everything is so wishy-washy. Yeah. Like you say, it's like you can have six people here and yet like little Downham happened at the weekend and there was probably a lot more than six people you know I know they had six people in each area but it's really hard to get your head around and I think I think like everyone else I'm, I'm struggling the same as everyone else with it yeah. and I'm just so sick and tired of it all I am yeah. so bored and it sounds awful to say that you're bored of a pandemic I know because that just sounds such a petulant thing to say doesn't it it's like it sounds so pathetic to say i'm bored of a pandemic i'm bored of people being ill like i'm pleased that you said that because that's basically exactly what i did like so i had to take henry to the hospital today just for to get his arm x-rayed you know just check on it so i had to wear obviously a mask and i came out to the car Mm -hmm. and i was like oh bloody masks you know because obviously you forget them or you lose them and so i ended up I forgot one and I had to put Henry Snood on and it had a distinctly strange smell, which concerned me. And I just was like, I'm sick of wearing masks and forgetting masks. And then I thought, you dickhead, like this is actually quite serious and you're having like a strop. Oh no. You had to wear a suit. No, it, it's really fine. Suspect. But I yeah. had a massive strop. Okay. This sounds the most pathetic thing ever. Okay. It's my birthday at the end of this month and I'm probably about 305 years old um 
But what you need to realise now is I wear masks because obviously at work we have to wear them all the time. So mm. unless we're eating or drinking, we have to wear a mask. And it does a really wonderful thing to your skin where it basically creates acne. So I'm like 301 years old and I have got the upper part of my face is, well, it's probably older than 301 because I've got horses. So it's about 500 years old. So the upper part of my face is 500 years old. And then I've got my lower part of my face. I've got teenage acne. And I'm like, this is not okay. I am not okay with any member of part of this. I'm not a particularly vain person but fuck this is very and it's little things like that isn't it it's yeah. little things like that that grind you down and they just royally piss you off it so is, I do hear what you're saying it's like I went we've got a little local co-op and I got so it's one way and it's really tight you know because it's a tiny village co-op and I got to the end and I was like oh shit I've forgotten bread well bread's at the start and then I was like what do I do? Do I go back out and queue to get back in and start all over again? Or how yeah. does this even work? And it's that, it's, I think I spend a lot of my life. I mean, I spend a lot of my life anyway, going, am I doing the right thing? Like what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And it just has doubled. Yeah. Like my capacity for not having a fucking clue what's going on basically. Yeah. So I think we probably didn't have wins. Yeah. I can't, I hate you with that. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> No, let's win some more. I fucking love it. I love it. I wanted to. I wanted to call off tonight because I was like, I was in such a bad mood. Can I just say? Because obviously I was supposed to go eventing at the weekend and I didn't. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be fucking miserable on this podcast. So I'm embracing the whinging because you've got a you've got a whinge sometimes. Actually, it's really fair. sad that people have to listen to us do it. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little bit the same. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm like, I'm tired. I basically, I just want to get into bed, put the electric yeah. blanket on and watch old prison break so I can curve. And like, that's really just all I want to do. Um, but anyway, okay. if anybody okay. should be feeling gutted, I mean, they shouldn't be feeling gutted, but I would be a little bit. It's Hoy's this week, but obviously it's an mm. entry. Which is amazing because they've, you know, they've done a really good job and they've got the big tunnel and they've got all Hoy's jumps there and all that. But I couldn't help but think if this was the year that I had qualified for Hoy's, yeah. I would be fucking raging. Would you? Yeah. Mm. I, I just feel so I'm sorry never going to qualify them. for Hoy's. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do. It's like kind of way out of my way. No, I do. And I do get it. And I just, I just feel like it's another reason why we're so pissed off, isn't it? I just feel like it feels like even if you're getting something at the moment, you're getting to do something, it feels like a massive compromise yeah. all the time. And every time you compromise, you just get so fucking sick of it. Don't you know? I'm so bored of compromising. Yeah. And I do feel for these people that wanted to go to Hoy's, thought they were going to Hoy's and it, it's a wonderful place where they're going. It'll be yeah. a great show, but I do hear what you're saying. It's not. It's like for us as an eventer, it'd be like qualifying for badminton and yeah. then saying, "Oh, actually, we're going to run it. We're going to run it at Bicton. Yeah. It'll still be a great it's, event. Bicton's Bicton is an amazing event. It's a great event. It's still going to be a great event, but it isn't badminton. Like so, what, you know, it, it is, is that, isn't it? A so. lifelong dream, isn't it? I mean, and you, I just yeah. think, oh, I, I just feel really really gutted for them but obviously also like they'll have an amazing time and getting to jump those jumps and um it will be incredible yeah. but yeah if anyone like i think if anyone this week must be feeling a little bit cheated like i feel sorry for them 
So, shall we talk about our news? I also feel a bit cheated. Okay. Is this oh, we, oh, we're moving on to news. We are going to talk about news. Do you want me yeah. to? I'll just go first. Can I just take Paul Katie as well when she texts me? She went, what are we going to talk about? I went, you do need to know, Katie. I am post-night shift and I'm two glasses <laughs> of wine down. It's going to be very random. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I've, I've been working nights. And there. Brace yourself, guys. Anything <laughs> could happen. Uh, anyway, uh, news. Uh, so I got back to where I wanted to be with regards to my mindset and where I was. I was sort of like, you know what, girls, stop beating yourself up. It's okay. Um, I did make a slight boo-boo in that I thought that if you retired twice, you had to drop down a level. Oh, so, right. And I'd had these two, two retires on my, um, on my record. So I thought, oh, I need, I need to drop back down. It turns out it's not. It's if you get eliminated twice. Um, anyway, so I, I entered Vince into the 100, a little down. I thought, great little last minute, last run of the season. It's going to be wonderful. Little down, the 100s are always great. They're really, really nice, fair courses, but they're challenging. They're, they're a perfect 100. So I was like, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Anyway, I was working the night before because I work a lot of nights and I finished at nine o'clock. I pleaded with the secretary for late times. I'd got late times. I was the very last to go in the section. Great. Wonderful. And then it pissed with rain and it pissed with rain and it pissed with rain some more. And now Little Downham is quite unique because it has got this wonderful, very free draining fen soil. And so it can run when anything else is cancelled. So I knew it was going to run. And I got home from work and I had a strong coffee and I went down to plat up and my friend Leela, who was running very early, messaged me. and She's like, uh, can you talk? And I pho- phoned her up and she's like, um, are you going to run? Now, my friend Leela is one of these guys. She's very gung ho. She's pretty like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So for her to say that, I was kind of like, OK, that's putting a little bit of suspicion in my mind. And she went, um, I got eliminated in the show jumping. And I was like, oh, because her horse is quite experienced. But you know, he can be nappy. And then she said, um, another friend of ours, she said, her horse stopped twice in the show jumping. And this horse is, a ve- again, a very experienced horse and has never stopped a show jump in its life. And she said, it's not pretty out there. Said, the cross country is great. It's fantastic. She said, but you've got to get through the show jumping to get to it. Hmm. So I'm starting to try and chuck these plats into my horse's mane. And I suddenly thought, I don't want to go. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to fucking go. And then I thought about it and I thought, you know, I know I've got these aspirations that I want to be, which is where I want, I want to do a two star. But I've got, for eventing, you have what's called, I don't think you have those in um, show jumping, where you have what's called an MER, minimal, minimum entry requirement. You have to have achieved a certain amount of things before you can go up a level. Maybe or, they wouldn't, you, do you I mean, know, I wouldn't know at top level, but certainly like I could go and enter 130 tomorrow when we're on 40. Can you? Yeah, it'd be a fucking train wreck, but I could do it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can't with eventing. Eventing, you have to have done a certain amount, a certain amount of thing before you can move up to the next level. And I've got my MER to do a short format two star. I could go out if the, there is one next week, but there isn't. But if there was, I could, I can enter it. You know, I've got my MER to comfortably go around novice. I've got my MER to go around two star. This hundred was supposed to be just a fun last run of the season. And I'm sat there, I'm going, I don't think this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So I withdrew and I was okay with withdrawing. I wasn't upset. I mean, it, it's gutting to see the money go, but I, I made the right decision, I think. I made the right decision, I think, and I hope. The, the, 
I was at the very end of the section, so I would have got the worst ground, yeah, ground. on the cross country as well as the show jumping. Yeah. Um, and uh, I withdrew, and then a couple of hours later, a few hours later, um, for the first time ever in its running, Little Downham had to cancel a day's eventing to because they got an internet, they got a full star uh, internet international class, and they were basically trying to save the ground for that. Um, and you just think shit it must have been bad for that to happen so I made the right decision but that's it season over eventing season over but competition season not over because this bitch she's going show jumping I registered BS oh my god (laughs) are you excited no Oh. Not in the slightest. All I'm pleased about is I have actually got quite a blingy jacket, yeah. which I bought quite a while ago. And I got given a very blingy shirt for a birthday about four years ago. I'm going to be rocking them fuckers. You're I am going to rock right it. In. I can't wait for that. And you've got a blingy I know. hat. Oh, yes. I have got that blingy hat that I got given. You're going to out bling the show jumpers. Oh, my God. I'm, can you actually do that? Mm. It's a big ask. <laughs> I think I need some patent boots to do that, don't I? At least, yeah. Minimum. And you need some stuff on Vince as well. Poor Vince. You'd be mortified. What does he need? Sheepskin? Definitely. Some people okay. quite like um, DeMonte around the edge of the saddlecloth. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then the same <laughs> on your fly veil. DeMonte, like, trim on the fly veil. <gasps> I can get a tie-down fly veil. I can get a tie-down fly veil, can't I? Because I actually have a tie-down um, DeMonte fly veil. <laughs> of course you do. I expect nothing <laughs> less from you. <laughs> I don't use it because it hasn't got soundproof ears, but I do oh, no, have one. you don't use it. Of no, course you do. I just look at it. Um, <laughs> no, that's really exciting. So that's something to aim for over the winter. Like, at least you've got something to keep you going in. Were you going to team chase him? Yeah, I am still at this point. No, no, that was on my um, private Facebook page. So I've always said I'm not going to team chase Vince. Um, But then there's a really nice team chase called the Essex and Suffolk. So if the ground stays good, which it will do up there, and if we, you know, the rain stops, I'm going to team chase him. He'll have a fucking blood. I mean, I will be terrified and you'll probably (laughs) see me somewhere crossing the Essex border, but he'll have a blast. Yeah. So I put like a call out. I said, like, oh, can I put a team together? So it looks like I've put together a novice team and an intermediate team. So I think I'll, I'll stick him in the intermediate. It's quite a big intermediate, but he'll, he'll be able to cope with it. But yeah, that'll be ace. He'll love yeah. it. I mean, like I said, it'll be fucking terrifying, but we should get you and Pancake down. Fuck my life. Oh my God. That would be amazing. I would rather lick a razor than take that horse team chasing. <laughs> I can think of, can think oh, of nothing. Are we gonna, can we put a head cam on you with a microphone? <laughs> Honestly, I don't oh even my God. know what he'd do. I don't even know what, what he would do. Like, the thought of that's actually traumatised me a little bit. I think I'm coming out in a cold sweat. <laughs> I think we should start a petition. I'm all for it. I tell you, you what it is. It. If you want to take pancake team chasing, you are more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm damn sure I'm not. Um, no, that's never going to happen. Bless him. Um, so my news, I, um, oh my God, I had an amazing lesson on Monday. Well, I had one really amazing lesson and one lesson that I wanted to like 
chop off my arms. Um, the bad lesson was with Manny. I mean, he was really good and he tried really hard, but we're trying to teach him counter canter. Oh. And oh my God, he's just so much like a big, enormous tank. And I was like, my arms. I had a really bad migraine yesterday. And I think it was because I'm basically in spasm from like the elbow to my ears. But then I had a lesson on pancake. and we're- Oh, but while you say that, I'm sorry to interrupt because I've been talking quite a lot. But you can edit this out. I don't mind. I decided I was going to get really fit. Okay. And so over lockdown, my husband created a gym in one of our garages. <laughs> I thought, I'll go in there and I'll lift some weights. So I got up this YouTube video, like weights to do. And they're like doing these weighted squats. So I put all these weights on. I did these weighted squats. The next morning, <laughs> I literally had to fall out of bed. I had to go to work. And I was going, Are you were right. And I was walking like C3PO. I had like a range of six inches in my arms. Couldn't bend my legs. Couldn't bend my legs at all. Couldn't go down, up and down any stairs. <laughs> I had to... To get to our car, but I parked my car and then I walked up. I must have been, been feeling all right. In the and then in the afternoon, I had to like walk down the slope. I couldn't do it. I had to give my car keys to one of my colleagues, and he had to drive my car up to oh me. My God. I was absolutely crippled. Well, Moral of the story, just um, spend money. Yeah, just try and do counter counter on. That's kind of I, I kind of feel your pain. Yeah, because he was just like, no, look, I can do it on the right leg. You've spent ages. <laughs> what? Why would we be undoing what we're doing? Oh, anyway, but then I had, we're trying to teach Pancake to just like jump up a little bit more through his wither. And so we did all these exercises and, and then Carla said, the thing is he needs to actually be asked to jump a bigger fence. So we do like, we do do a lot of training over jumps, but probably we would never be over 70 centimeters. Um, and usually they're not even that Mm. like really small fences. Um, but she was like, he needs to understand that he has to try and, We've got to put them over a bigger fence. So she built this fence and I jumped it. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I just jumped that fence. Mm-hmm. Like I was so excited. So Carla was like, do you want me to take a photo of it? And I said, definitely. Um, so actually yeah, I yeah. rang Ben. And, and bend your knees. Exactly. I rang Ben and he didn't answer. And usually when he doesn't answer, I'm like, oh, he's busy. You know, he's under a horse or whatever. That's fine. Like he'll ring me back. But I rang him again. And I rang him again and eventually like answered. He, he was like, so he thought you were dead at this yeah, point. Exactly. He answered and he was like, what's up? And I said, hang on, I'll FaceTime you. He said, I'm really, really busy. Can I ring you later? I said, no, no, this is really, really important. I'm going to FaceTime you. He's like, right. Okay. Like quick. So I FaceTime and I said, look at how big I jumped. And he's like, are you shitting me? And I was like, no. <laughs> That's quite important, though. Exactly. Like, I was so excited with my little self. I, I know. <laughs> I jumped uh, with a lesson with Barrett once, and we would. Uh, he does this thing where he warms. He like he calls it the warm up, but he warms you up, and he gradually gets quite big. And he makes he does make horses jump similar to what Carla was saying because he said if you if you school too much over small fences, they only learn to jump small fences and sometimes to improve the technique they do need to jump a big fence it's mm-hmm. just a simple fact like she said to lift through with her so just to keep on top of vince's te- vince got quite good technique but to keep on top of it i have to jump big fences he said so he put these fences up and i jumped through this thing it was massive and i had oscar with me and i said to oscar yeah film me film me and then afterwards so he went oh do you want to see the videos so like, yes i'm going to see this video of me jumping like 120 
without soiling myself. <laughs> and when I got the video, it was basically Barrett's dogs just asleep. And then one of them got up and walked off. And in the background, you can hear Barrett going, brilliant, fantastic, amazing. <laughs> I'm jumping really well and you're filming two dogs yeah that's just typical isn't it that's just absolutely (laughs) typical um no so I mean basically I was so excited when Henry got in from school I was like Henry do you want to come outside and see what mummy jumped and poor Henry's probably thinking like do I fuck so he said to me that's really good mummy is that as big as Carla jumps? And I said, well, no, it's not as big as Carla jumps, but it's still very, very big. And I was like, what a fucking way to kick me when I was up. No, I know. Um, my other news is I went to look at a horse, but I don't know if we can get, like, oh. it's going to get x-rayed, so I don't know if we're getting it or not. But I will literally oh, no. cry okay. if, um, if it doesn't, because do you sometimes just, we might have talked about this, but like, do you just sometimes get a feeling about a horse like I don't know just I feel like this horse is supposed to come and live with me we actually weren't there why are you bothering x-raying why are you bothering x-raying like we weren't there it doesn't matter the x-ray could show could could show shatters now and you'd be like (laughs) well it's meant to be I'm sure we can find a way of it's gonna happen Honestly, and Ben keeps saying to me, oh, you're so excited. And I'm like, I am a nervous wreck. Like, I, I really love yeah. this horse. I saw it from like across the yard and I thought, that's so beautiful. That'll never be for sale. Um, and he, when he said, oh, we'll try these four. And I was thinking, oh my God, that's one of them. And I was like, it's going to jump like a camel, oh. isn't it? Because it's so beautiful. But yeah, I just absolutely love him. And um, t- we turned him in the indoor arena to loose school him. And uh he pranced up and down like he thinks he's really something special so he pranced his way up and down and then he turned and came like prancing up but it just stopped and like looked at me and just went and like blew at me in like a nice way though not like a horrible stallion and I was like oh and I said to Henry it's like spirit you know that have you seen that cartoon spirit yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I was like it's like spirit and Henry's like thinking all right hon like you know you're whatever be living yeah. out your childhood okay, but I was like Henry you're gonna love this horse it's exactly like spirit so he's like all right mummy <laughs> whatever actually just while I'm talking about the horse Henry was hysterical so the day before he knew I was going to look at the horse cat to get up early to drive down and um he said to me mummy um you look really beautiful in that jumper. I was wearing like a running top. I did not look good, but anyway, it was nice to be nice. Um, And I said, thanks, Hen. And he said, "Um, wear that for your meeting tomorrow. And I was like, what meeting? And he said, for the meeting, the horse. So I was like, right, okay. Oh, meeting the horse. (laughs) So I was like, okay, but it was like, I kept calling it the meeting. So it was like, as if I was going for a formal interview with the horse, like. No, but that's pretty much, that is what it is. It's like being on a Tinder day. What do you think you can bring to the team? Um, Are you a team player? Are you goal goal orientated? So he said to me, right, mummy, I've got some advice for you for tomorrow's meeting. Oh. So I was like, okay, Hen, I wrote it down because I was like, this is amazing. Just totally out of you. He said, the first thing is 
be polite. So I was like, okay, that's fair enough. He yeah. said, second most important thing, look beautiful. So I was like, right, okay. Third not thing, hard for you, not hard for you, Katie, to be fair. I don't know, I'm looking pretty rough tonight. Um, yeah, yeah your, hair is, your hair is quite special, but insane. I, I, it's a look. Yeah, I've gone for a look and I've committed. Um, third thing, <laughs> don't be rude. Fair enough. I'm with Henry on that. Fourth one, it is okay to be angry if they're pesky. It's quite random, but yeah, it is. Pesky. I say pesky all the time. Um, so yeah, there you go. So if anyone's So going, if you're going to buy a horse, yeah. that's, that's the rules to live by, quite frankly. And if you're going off mine, it's does it look like spirit and does it trot up to you and blow at you and you feel like you're in a cartoon and the horse has picked you and basically now we're going to have to just have it whatever. So, yeah, I'm kind of semi-excited, semi-nervous. I suspect that Ben's just resigned to it. Ben's like, we're buying this. By the way, we bought a new horse. Because, yeah. like, yeah, we're pretending to go through the motions of x-rays and shit, but we all know what's going to happen here. We're buying a horse. I know. I hope. I hope we're buying a horse. It's so pretty. Um, it's just got an amazing... Print. I love it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm such a sucker for a pretty face. I am such a sucker. And, like I said, Solo, I shouldn't have ever had him, but he was so pretty. Yeah. And... There's nothing nicer than looking at, although one of my horses is actually quite ugly, but you know, I, so he's beautiful to me. Uh, not Vince, by the way, because Vince is stunning. But Chancer is probably not my wisest investment if I was looking for um, beauty. Um, but there's nothing nicer than looking at your stables and these beautiful heads looking over the top. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, it's just the best, isn't it? Yeah. It's just the best. And I mean, if he's got gammy legs, I can just look at him and comb his fringe. Honestly, if we get him, I'm going to put a picture. He's fringe goals, everyone. Like, seriously. All right. So we're going to stop talking about, well, I was going to say random shit, but we're not. We're going to just move on to the next random shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be honest. Um, So random. I wrote a rap today about horses. I'm not going to do it now. I'm not going to do it now. What? You can't God. say that and then not do it. I was so proud of it. And my kids came <laughs> up to school and I was like, guys, listen to this. And I did it. And Oscar went, and I went I'm going to put it on TikTok. And Oscar went, are you going to create a new account to do that with? <laughs> because I don't think you should do that with people who might know who you are. So... <laughs> They they didn't appreciate my rap about. <laughs> Are you going to be the next it. Eminem? Nay and nay, I'm going to be called nay and nay. Real slim shady. <laughs> the real shim Hady, I think you'll find. I'll be. See, there you go. You know, I, you know, I did that. See, I'm a lyrical genius, and my <laughs> kids don't appreciate it. I was there for ages. Why was I? I don't know what I was thinking writing a rap. I thought this would be really funny. I'll write a rap. I wrote a rap. It wasn't funny. Um, so yeah, that's another thing. That's are we putting this under news or random shit? Fuck news. I don't. I mean, know. I'm starting. Where, to are, where like, are we? <laughs> our children. <laughs> I don't know if they must feel like they have proper like mums because I just like seriously. <laughs> I don't know that 
most children have to cope with being dragged out in their school uniform to look at a fence and admire it <laughs> or <laughs> being forced to be what he's watched that video of the fringe horse a million times while I said doesn't it look like spirit hen and he's like do you know he said actually he said well you could trim its fringe a bit and it might look a bit more like it and I said, not trimming its fringe thank you very trim much the fringe. um and then the your kids staying. are having to like listen to rap I just I just wonder if where if I don't think everyone else's houses are like this I just don't <laughs> I, I'm beginning to think you might be right. <laughs> oh. I've had a very, very, I've had a very, very bizarre few days, particularly on social media, because um, I mean, I mean, it's no secret that I love TikTok, and, and so people that don't go on TikTok, there's a thing called For You, your For You page, and TikTok puts up stuff that they think you want to like. And obviously, because I, most of my TikToks that I do are sort of equestrian-based, it's mostly equestrian. And then very hot lesbians, which is really random. I'm not complaining because I'm, I'm going to say it again, they are very hot, these lesbians. Um, and so like, this is my For You page for a very long time. It's just been horses and hot lesbians. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool, this is cool. And then um, I was at work the other day and all of a sudden, my TikTok turned into... Harry Potter, and I've actually changed my background tonight, haven't I, for this? Yeah, she changed into Harry Potter, Harry Potter TikTok, and there was all these people like doing like these Harry Potter TikToks, and I don't know how it happened. It was a very random thing. Turns out there's also a bit of a thing for Draco Malfoy. Again, very random and very odd. So anyway, there's another thing that is it Neville Longbottom, I think, who was like, oh my god, have I seen him recently? Slower, isn't he? Yes, so obviously on Harry Potter TikTok, this is commented on quite a lot. Oh, is like, it? Hello. Did not re- <laughs> but I did not realise quite how hot he'd got. And I was like, okay, no. okay, I'm cool with that. So basically, Neville's taken the place of the hot hot lesbians. But I just think TikTok's a very random place. So I've had this very, very bizarre week. And then I thought, what I might do is a TikTok of me rapping about horses that might get me back to equestrian TikTok. And so I thought, yeah, right, rap. It's not going very well because my kids think it's shit. Maybe you can I thought it was quite funny. The Harry Potter and the horsey, like Quidditch on Vince. That's pretty much team chasing, isn't it? <laughs> I'm doing that anyway. <laughs> you just flying out of Blood just flying out of me. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's been a very random week for me. And like I said, this was going to, we, we warned you. We warned we you all at the start it was going to be a random episode. We might yeah, try and do a sensible one next time. So we, we're going to quickly talk about feed because it's coming up to winter and Carla okay. has decided that she is going, what did you say, old school? I'm going old. I've gone old school. I go slightly more and more old school every year. And this year I've gone, I'm going full on old school with straights. Well, apart from one. So I thought you were going to say apart from my hot lesbian. <laughs> seriously though they are hot they are sometimes like, i do not I'm know like where my hot... mind goes honestly <laughs> you're like i'm gonna feed no, hot frog it's like hot lesbian <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not even being funny i'm not even being funny i'm a married you know i consider myself heterosexual but these very good looking women keep coming up on my for you page and i'm like okay I'm, I'm not arguing 
I'm quite happy for them to be there because they're very nice to look at. That's all I'm saying. Not lesbians. That's the future. <laughs> but not for feeding horses. No, I agree. So you're gonna do? <laughs> you're gonna go st- straight with that? I'm going. Str- I'm going straight. <laughs> not like my for you page. Um. So so um I. I'm quite old-fashioned in the way I feed anyway. I'm being quite sensible now. I'm quite old-fashioned in the way I feed. I've always, I was taught to prevent ulcers, you should always feed your horses if they've got ulcers already. So I have always feed loads and loads of fibre. My horses are constantly eating. Yeah. They're fed ad-lib haylage. I feed, I get the best I can. Um, I get these big bales and they're literally, it's chucked down. Even my fat is, I always think to myself, I would rather increase exercise before I decrease haylage. Um, we've talked about my hatred of hay nets before. So they're fed on the floor. So they eat loads and loads and loads of fibre. And so basically, I'm quite lucky in that Vince is a very good doer anyway. So feed, I get a little bit of an opportunity to play with. Um, I am, because I think we do, lots of horse people and lots of us in the horse world suffer from this. I'm a feeder. We all love mixing a feed. We all yeah. bloody love it, don't we? We love yeah. it. We love putting them supplements in. That's that splash of water. I kind of actually, I seem to go through like a cycle. I'll go through a stage where I'm like fucking feeds and fannying about with this and, and I get really shitty. Oh, Because no. mine like are fed all year round, kind of similar. Mm. Um, and so, but then at the minute I'm on a right one where like I'll be like, I'll make the feed. You know, if ever at the weekend we're like hurrying out, like, I'll it. make feeds, I'll make feeds. Because yeah, I'm I'm on a feed thing at the minute. What are you? Well, even if I won the lottery, lottery. Sorry. Even if I won the lottery and I had someone else to do everything else for my horses, so I could just turn up and ride, that would never happen because I'd still go down and then fanny around. I would still make my feeds. I I've never baked a cake in my life, but I take so much pleasure out of mixing a feed. Yeah. I find it like therapeutic. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So anyway, um, I feed, I feed a soaked grass. I don't understand why more people in the horse world don't feed grass nuts. Yeah. It's my big bugbear. Actually, I went through a Horses eat grass. grass they're supposed to eat grass. And they're supposed to eat grass. They're supposed to eat it. They eat it all year round. So why don't more people feed grass nuts? They will buy really expensive horse mixes and cubes and stuff like that and then there's this wonderful feed which is less than a tenner a bag and all you have to do is bung a bit of water on it and it's perfect and it's actually perfect the thing i love about grass nuts is you can feed it to any horse pretty much unless they've got very severe ems um you can feed it to pretty much any horse because all you do for them is just add more water to it Mm -hmm. so my fat is they get like a small amount of the actual nuts but a lot of water in it and I use it just to dampen the feed down. Whereas my skin is would get just enough to break the actual nut down so they don't choke. Yeah. And it literally is the perfect feed like that. So they'll get grass nuts. Okay. So that's the basis of it. They'll get probably, they will get a handful of alfalfa too. Or alpha, depends how you like to say it. So I'll get that because I like that. Because also what I other feed is I need to have my calcium and phosphorus ratio, phosphorus ratios right. So I have to feed alfalfa, alfalfa for that. Then they'll get, and this is where it gets very sneaky, uh, the ones that are in work will get a crushed oat. Some will get middlings. Do you know what middlings is? Absolutely not a clue. Okay, I'll explain it later. Some will get middlings. Um, and 
they'll get a balancer, a multivitamin if they're not getting the balancer, and that'll be it, really. That's quite. That's quite. That's it. I'm going back to basics. More complicated than I thought you were going to say. I think I'm even. What did you think? I'm even less complicated than that. What are you? So the only exception would be Belinda, who gets competition mix because she's lazy. Everything else, like, and I mean, kind of all the horses past that we've had and the ones that we've got at the minute, they get high fiber cubes, basically, yeah. just pretty much hay. And they get ready grass, uh, which like, I think it's dengy meadow grass. So kind of like you, yeah, yeah. just chopped grass. And then they get a vitamin and mineral supplement. So that, because obviously I know they're not getting anything really out that feed, like yeah. that way. So they get a vitamin and mineral supplement. Um, and then Manny gets a supplement for his feet because he's got feet like feta cheese. And the two boys get joint supplements. But yeah, like feed wise, it's literally so really for year for years, because I had obviously because I had Solo, who was such a poor doer, mine literally just got grass nut, a bit of chaff just to bind it together. Yeah. And more valley horse and pony nuts. Yeah. We've all got that. But I thought this year, this winter, I would try just going back to um, oats and middlings. Middlings is like, um, it's in a lot of course mixes and cubes. It's called wheat feed. It's basically, it's called middlings. It's the middle bit of the, the grain when they um, hull it. And it's really good for putting condition on. Right. And it's like six quid a bag. So you literally, you're literally feeding the uh, your high fiber nut or whatever you're literally feeding that it's just in a powder form instead of being compressed okay. it's literally that it's just very 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 cheap way of feeding it it's Actually, an old-fashioned way of doing it only get high fiber cubes to get the supplement really because they won't eat the yeah like yeah they just don't really act you feel shit though don't you feed. you feel a bit shit just giving them like a handful of chaff yeah but and really, I, think, I think it's us because we, we like mixing a feed yeah and we like putting bits in horses would be more than happy because there's a lot of like these complete feeds out there aren't there that you can feed them that are just chaff you can yeah. just give them a handful of chaff and they'll eat it see manny we like to put these extra bits in so that's oh, yeah, why Manny's i think manny then isn't it that's why i've like got nuts because actually and molly who is like a little laminitic fat thing she won't eat her she's got cushions she won't eat a percent without cubes in if you just give her it in chaff she's like no thank you actually she says no thank you so oh, yeah. obviously yeah that's why they get the cubes but yeah like we don't go crazy and when you see like loads of people who are giving them like big buckets and loads like you know i thank god mine works did you see on, and there was a bugger th- all yeah grass is at the end of the day grass all you're supposed to replicate is grass aren't you yeah you're trying to increase what you're trying to do i was always taught with feed hard feed should just give you horses graze was it like 20 odd hours a day some ridiculous amount of time and okay so all you're trying to replicate when you give a hard feed is giving them the energy that they're missing from those grazing hours when they're working that's right. lit on traveling that's yeah. literally what you should be replicating with your hard feed so if your horse is working for half an hour a day and not traveling anywhere it doesn't need competition mix yeah because it's eating grass the rest of the time so that's what I was always taught. Like mine don't even probably get what they use put back in there, but they're like, they're good doers. And I, I get that completely makes a difference because 
we had Rue, yeah. who was like 18 one and the poorest doer and the fussiest eater isn't it always the way the poor doers are really fussy always and we must have had i reckon when we had him we probably had about eight different bags of feed and i'd be like he can have this damp and he'll only eat this one dry yeah. and if you give him a little bit of this one then he might eat a little bit of this like oh anything like honestly i would have made him pancakes with syrup if it would have you know done the job like it just was so difficult so i do really sympathize like i'm really i am aware that mine are super easy to keep weight mm. on the only like things sometimes you've got to be careful of with maybe with manny is we put him on alpha a and i had exactly the same with rue and they went really like silly but not hot to ride like oh no kind of really inattentive no, like in the stable, like, oh my God, what's that? Oh, like just almost as if the sky was going to land on the head. And then it was... I can't even feed Vince. I can't even give him a tablespoon of sugar beet. If I gave him a tablespoon thing. of sugar beet, I'm going to die. These were like, they weren't like, actually literally, really just different me off. to ride. But it was like Ben who noticed with Manny. Yeah, so Ben said, what's up with Manny? And I, I was like, what do you mean? He said, why is he just rampaging around his stable, like neighing and bashing the door and frightened of his own shadow? And I was like, actually, do you know now you mention it? I said, he's been doing that for a little while. <laughs> and I just kind of, because Manny is a bit of a dick in the stable, I was just like, oh, Manny, like, wind your neck in. But then, you know, when you start to think, actually, he's not usually that annoying. Yeah. And Ben was saying, something's changed. He's really, like, he's particularly yeah. wankerish. And he was saying, what have you changed? And I was like, racking my brains. Because I'd only changed him from grass to alpha rain. You know, and you think, well, that's not going to make any difference at all. Yeah, no, exactly. When, but, you look on the, when you look at the sort of the digestive stuff, it shouldn't do, should it? But Yeah, fuck me. Like, he lost his mind. And we, so we took him off it. And I was a bit like, nah, it's not going to be that. And it was. It was totally different. Yeah. They are weird, aren't they? As like I said, I can't I, I cannot feed Vince a tablespoon of sugar beet. Other people go, Oh, it's non heating, it's this that even if I buy like the stuff with no molasses in, I can feed him the most syrupy, sicky molasses chaff. You know like that really cheap shit that you can yeah. get with like molasses like, in. Mo- I yeah, can like- feed him I can feed him handfuls and handfuls of that, doesn't affect him in the slightest. If I give him sugar beet, even the stuff without molasses on fuck my life i'm going to die i remember one time and i've been feeding him i've been feeding him for a few weeks and he was just getting hotter and hotter and hotter on it and the people next to us were cutting the hedges and because he's very noise sensitive something just went bang or something like that and he set off bronking with me down our drive and i was like literally hanging on i'm thinking you know when you like think i'm going i'm yeah. going I hate and then that. somehow you don't go you like you're just waiting for it to happen. Any and how second bad is this gonna hurt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any I was literally like that. I was just resigned. I'm coming off. It doesn't anyway. I, somehow, I, it's just he stopped and I didn't fall off. And then the bloke that was in this track across the field let out went, "Well, sir, <laughs> you fucker! I've just nearly died." Um, and then I was like, "Something must be wrong." And it turns out that yeah, he just cannot have sugar beet and the worst of it was for a long time i also fed him a feed called calm and condition which was neither for him and it turns out that that's got sugar beeting so i took him off the sugar beet and put him on this calm and condition and he didn't get any better and then when i looked it's because it's got sugar beet in it so he literally cannot have that's why i've gone to straight a little bit because 
I can't risk something being snuck in that yeah. would affect him. It's really funny you say that about um, common condition because we did really similar with a Connemara that we had like about maybe eight years ago. And it was a real poor doer, like for a Connie as well. Yeah. It's so poor. Um, and someone said, oh, the best thing you can get is top spec. Um, I can't think what it was like. Some sort of a calm conditioning, like amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. like for making them chunk and definitely, definitely no heating. Like, fuck me. It was basically like a bull. <laughs> it was like standing in its stable and this thing was quite quiet. And it was like, <sighs> and like, prancing around at the stable I was like what the hell has happened to that and that was that bloody feed and now I'm too scared to ever use yeah. it again but whenever I see like whenever we've had a poor do it and people go that's always top of the list of things that people recommend and they're like that's yeah. amazing and people will be like not heating is it no and I think fuck me like, <laughs> yes it is my, my skin is always do well on uh, micronized linseed. I'm a huge, massive, yeah, massive fan true. of micronized linseed. I don't think you can go wrong with that. So, I mean, Vince will do well on that. He, I mean, he just has a small amount. Um, all of my horses get a little bit of micronized linseed when they yeah. need it. You're um, actually reminding me so. of things that I usually, like, I've used and I've kind of stopped and maybe I've, like, I don't know, run out and then just not replaced it. But, yeah, mine have always yeah, been Yeah, not bothered that. again. But, actually, I don't think we've used... We've makes their coat amazing. Do you know what I think it was? That it was it, me off, you don't need was to it was the that. right pain in the arse to order. Like oh, I had to order it. My local, oh, that's a pain. My local feast will do it now. So it's good. It's worth it. It is worth. Anyway, it's really interesting, isn't it? It's interesting to hear how other people feed and what other people think. And I always laugh at, like, when I feed my, when I say I feed my horses middlings, and people go, oh my God, that's what you sweep off a floor. And you think, no, it's basically what makes it a lot of feed. And then you think, what the fuck do you think sugar beet is? It's like the leftovers from where they make sugar. Yeah. It's literally a cast off. So, I mean, if you're Vince, the only horse I've ever known. And I say that to people. um, I met with a nutritionist and I I was chatting about it to them. And I was saying, oh, yeah, nothing with anything like sugar beet or anything. She was like, that's impossible. It's impossible yeah. for a horse to be like that off sugar beet. I was like, okay, you want to feed him some sugar beet and get on him, love? Let's see what happens because it it's is funny, possible it? because he has proven it. Because I, like, I get that when, you know, you'll say alpha and people are like, no, it's not heating. And I do get it, but it, it just is. Like for some horses, it's just... Yeah, some horses. Yeah. It's really, really weird, but do you know I do what I liken get... it to? Horse feed, I liken to humans and alcohol. We all, we've all got that drink, haven't we, that sends us. Like, you know, we talk about psychodella drinkers. Yeah. So in the UK, there's a beer, because we've got some international followers. So there's a beer called Stella Artois, and it's a bit of a rule that for some men, it turns them into a bit of a psycho when they drink it. Yeah. Um, there's no reason for it, but it's a generally an unwritten rule that it happens. And it's like gin makes you depressed. Some people it makes you depressed. I can't drink vodka. I don't drink vodka ever because I just lose my memory. I don't even need to drink very much of it. And I cannot fucking clue what I've done the night before. So my theory on horse feeds is it's like alcohol with humans. We all have like these different, to- and like the horses have different tolerances and stuff. So yeah. something that's non-heating every other horse in the world so like vodka 
which is meant to be like quite a nice drink, doesn't give people hangovers because it's clear. Vince turns him absolutely mental. And to me, vodka makes me lose my memory. So yes. that's, that's how I always think of horse feed. It, it's a bit of a tweaking. It is, isn't it? It's such like a fine tune balancing act. Well, I think we're both really similar. Like I'm, I'm surprised really, really similar in that just like, <laughs> it's quite plain, isn't it? It's, and like our horses, they're not, yeah. they, they're not in like racehorse hard work, but they're, they do like they do a job. So we don't know what happened there, but everything just died. So this is my, it might sound like, I'll try and edit it, but it might sound weird. Um, I can't even remember what we were talking about. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think we'd done feed. Yeah, we've done. We've, we've done feed. Um, so our next thing was something that you saw, wasn't it? Um, about someone who'd... Had she written into a magazine? Yeah, so this has been doing the rounds, I believe, on the old social media, that someone has written into a magazine or a newspaper basically complaining about horse... and. I think if you read it, she even talks about horse women. Maybe men don't smell quite as bad as us. Yeah. Going into supermarkets in our clothes that we've been to the stables in and how awful it is having to like pick her food that she wants to eat with our stench in the air. Um, and it was, where I saw it, it created a bit of a discussion. It also created this thing which I absolutely fucking hate, which uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm secretly a bit proud, but I also hate it a bit, which is this thing that when I first started my page, um, I took this photo randomly of me stood at my kid's football lesson in my riding clothes and I labelled it the anatomy of a horsey mum and I labelled it all this weird stuff. And then this photo went viral um, last time he counted without screenshots, I think it had been seen something ridiculous about six million times or something ridiculously stupid like that. It, every time I think it's going away, it pops back up and my friends will go, and my friends take great pleasure in tagging me and they go, there you are again, Carla. So there's this really awful photo of me. It's, like I say, it, it wasn't my finest moment. I thought the humour in it was the fact that I was dressed so awfully and I looked so rough. But we've all done, haven't we? We've all gone to the supermarket. 100 percent actually it's funny that you say that because um just really like randomly by chance obviously my um my parents in law are well used to seeing me in horsey attire um but the other day i went um into their house for sunday lunch and i had on and it's really strange and i don't know if other people i think probably not i think i would say this is just horsey people it didn't even occur to me that what I was wearing was strange. It, it genuinely didn't. So I had on breeches, um, obviously knee socks. So I had yeah. green breeches. I had bright pink and red knee socks and a pair of uh-huh. gold glittery slippers. And as I walked out the door, Ben's dad just looked at me and said, you look like you should be in a pantomime. <laughs> and I looked down and I thought, <laughs> I do. He's right. <laughs> Wait, obviously everyone's like, he's behind you. Um, yeah, I did. 
And I kind of was like, look, and I thought, yeah, most people probably wouldn't have left a house looking quite like this. Yeah, I think it's the shops that really do, do that really does do it. I think that is what really does set the either complete mentalist standard. Um, I do remember many a few years ago I'd done swimming and uh, with my kids and I met one of the other mums who was dressed quite normally in jeans and pops. She was like, Oh, do you fancy taking the kids for some dinner? I was like, Yeah, yeah, thinking, oh we'll go to McDonald's and get some run in and out. And she we actually went it wasn't like a posh restaurant, but we went to like a restaurant like yeah. um something like that. And I remember being sat there with my knee high socks on, which are like it got like you know like the golf socks that men wear with the yeah. with the diamonds. I love them. I love I those. Had, I know they're lush, isn't yeah. they? And I had those on and teachers and like my trainers. And there was a girl so opposite me, and I clocked her taking a photo of me. She was obviously taking a photo of me to rip me to pieces yeah. for what I was wearing. But I wasn't angry because I actually did think, actually, to be fair, if I was sat near someone dressed as fucking mental as I am. Yeah. I'd probably take a photo of it. It's probably the equivalent of someone sat there in like a lobster suit or something to, to, to normal people. Or like a snorkel and flippers, just like casually walking around the co-op. Like, yeah, yeah, like a snorkel and flippers. Like you wouldn't see, if you saw someone walking around in a wetsuit you'd in your be, local co-op, you'd be like, what the fuck are they doing? I don't even think that would be that bad though, would it? I think what makes people really sort of curious, we'll say, is... <laughs> Like, <laughs> yes, they probably, they might not like the breeches or whatever, but they're like, okay, they ride a horse, they wear breeches, I get that. But why do they feel the need to have socks pulled up to their <laughs> And obviously, the socks are going to be hidden for us at the important time. So it doesn't matter if they completely clash with every other goddamn thing that we're oh, wearing. they're odd. Yeah. Or, odd. or covered in holes like the dog mauled mine. I still yeah. actually the other day when I know because they look at perfect. that horse, I got ready, so I had a pair of like denim breeches on and a pair of unicorn socks pulled up to my knees. And then obviously I was gonna be in a car, so I didn't want to wear like wellies. So I put a pair of deck shoes on mm-hmm. yeah. and then just looked at me and said, Wow, that's a look. I was like, what do you mean? And he said, what, just whatever, Kate. There's no point arguing. I think that's why when people go on about my next husband, Harry Styles, and they like put him up in his like crochet, like onesie and shit like that. And they go, don't you think that's a bit weird? And I kind of, because I've got like this twisted sense of like where you socks and whatever. Like I kind of think, man, it's quite smart to be honest. You know it would be if Harry Styles, before you left the house went, Tone it down, Carla Love. Like, look at those socks. <laughs> <laughs> As he puts on his lace jumpsuit and fastens his pearl necklace. <laughs> that would probably happen, wouldn't it? Totally would. That. I mean, I'll wear a sequin catsuit, love, but that is a step too far. Them gold socks have got to go. They have got to get that too far. Those are breeches with a holy crotch. What the fuck are you thinking, woman? But they're comfortable. I don't care. Because it always is the way, isn't it? You just get a pair of breeches, really, really comfortable, and the fucking crotch goes on them. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not giving up on you now. I am no. not giving up on you. I've, I've been committed to you for a long time. I've broken you, you in. Last. 
So I know you're going to have to last. We're here for the long haul. You buy like a pair and there's always just something that's not quite right, isn't there? There's like, yes, it's so hard to get a pair that ticks every box. Anyway, we've gone way off piste. Um, <laughs> as we do. Yeah. So we need to talk about people, non-horsey people objecting. Oh, oh. To the un- it was yeah. unhygienic, wasn't it? That's yeah, what. she thought it was very unhygienic. She, yeah, so she did say this, didn't she? She said, it's so unhygienic. And I was like, well, what the fuck? First of all, I did think, well, the, what is this woman doing behind these people in their breeches? Is she licking the floor behind them? Yeah. Like, yeah, we're a bit smelly, but we're not unhygienic. I mean, and I also, know, my second thought I'm was, a little bit unhygienic, probably in that, like, I'd eat a sandwich after mucking out a stable and not wash my hands. Yeah, but that's our, that's our choice. So I suppose she may be thinking if she picks something up and <laughs> puts it back down. Oh, I mean, if she wants to. <laughs> is she running up to these people and sucking their hands and licking their faces? I hope not. That's just me and I. Oh, it depends, isn't it? Like, there are some people who are super conscious of germs. I just, I don't really understand that. I'm just not. No. Also, because we don't smell ourselves, do we? Like, I'm always convinced. Like, I'll come in and sit down, and my husband will go, "Oh, you're disgusting," and I'll go, "What are you talking about? These are clean." And they were clean two days ago. Yeah. But, like to me, they're still quite clean. Um, I think unless I they're like about... actually thick with mud or something. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they walk themselves to the washing machine, yeah. they're good another day. Quite exactly. Frankly. And I also thought about this person. I'm suspecting it was a woman that wrote in because. Yeah, men don't tend to get their knickers and not about that sort of thing and I wondered I thought well, what does she feel about a mechanic in their work clothes because they smell they smell of oil and grease maybe she wouldn't think that was as unhygienic is that, though is that is that a hy- is that a hygienic smell but you know you just think well it's just a smell yeah I think it it probably wouldn't be classed as as unhygienic but then like if you're gonna say that then anyone who has anything to do with like dogs or cats or whatever you wouldn't know what they'd done i mean people could do anything couldn't they not even dogs and cats like you don't know a little bit concerned where you're going now well i'm just thinking like people's hands could be doing all kinds grim stuff and (laughs) they'll be in normal they haven't got golf socks up to their knees fair enough people's hands could be doing all sorts of stuff and i know that she had like mental pictures of what these hands are doing because <laughs> i can see it on her actual because then you start to think maybe i don't want to think about that too much actually <laughs> you've got the most expressive face <laughs> no, i didn't even I know. want to go there i do have a really expressive are. face ben gets really you upset do. because like if i walk in you can't me, you can't hide an emotion can you and I think something, he's like, take that look off your face. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know it was on my Every face. Like, I genuinely don't mean to put it on my face. It just is. Um, <laughs> it's an affliction. I wish you guys could have seen it when she was talking about other people's hands then. Because I was quite... <laughs> it was quite horrific. You were in a dark place, right? I, honestly, I was. I, because, you know, when you start to think... Why have I never thought about this before? Like, oh my God. I try not to. I work in a hospital, so I try not to think about stuff because some of the disgusting stuff that happens and stuff in hospitals. We had a guy once. We had a guy once. We, came, we were walking up and down in our department 
and we kept going it's a really bad smell and like being in a hospital like bad smells are part of the course yeah and we were like okay um maybe they're doing a drainage in one of the ultrasound rooms or something anyway it went on for about an hour or so and like this smell wasn't going away so we're like oh right we're gonna have to investigate and find where this smell is and then we sent one of the students but i was just going to check the cubicles not thinking she came back and went oh my god you need to go and basically what someone had done was they'd we have that these baskets that you put your clothes in and they turned the basket upside down and then done this absolute like perfect shit on the top of this basket and then just left it and they're just like obviously like gone about their business and just left this shit in this changing cubicle we're all just stood around this doorway going oh my god that's gross who's gonna clean it up and it's like so like was we in a way was... that was helpful it was on the basket i totally appreciate it the basket the basket was on top of a bench they must have like clambered on top of the bench and then hovered over the basket that was premeditated what i don't care what anyone says people are weird like people are very weird to be fair, that story's not as bad as I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to talk about someone shoving something up there. Oh, no, I, I can't do that. We, uh, we've had, it, it seems to be, <laughs> we've had a few of those. My last couple of, my night shifts, actually. We've just had two night shifts, back to back. And on both night shifts, we've had um, items in rectums, um, which does happen quite a lot. Lots of people seem to walk around naked and then fall on things. Um, I mean, it, it, so you can anyway, see how it would it. happen, can't you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, we, but like, we, but the last the group of nights that I've been on, we've just had a bit of a spate of these people, and it was really funny because one of the radiographers I was working with, I was like, oh god, this is like, this is like the third one in my second night. And she went, do you know what it is? It's lockdown. People are bored. <laughs> they're sticking things. They're sticking things. They're sticking things up their asses. Bloody COVID. <laughs> just make me laugh. <laughs> Bloody COVID. I'm so sick of COVID, I'm going to stick something up my ass. So, uh, yeah. I mean, everyone's got their coping yeah, we, strategies. Who are we to judge? <laughs> One of them was an apple. <laughs> <gasps> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. When you're looking around your house for something to stick up your ass, I don't know if I would go with an apple. Like, a cucumber, I could see. A pear, a push. An apple. I mean, that would be a push. Yeah. And how like, would you think you were going to get that out? How would That's you think you were going to get it in? <laughs> <laughs> well, you obviously did. I'm mystified. I mean... But like, an apple's quite slippery at the best of times. Yeah. Especially a Granny oh. Smith. My Granny Smith. Very waxy skin. <laughs> Oh my God, we promised you it was going to be random. I didn't think it was going to go this far. I didn't think it was going to be this random. I've had night shifts, guys. That is the but, um, thing. I think, so like over, over the years, I have seen, I think, I've, in terms of orifices and things that you could stick in an orifice, I have, I've witnessed quite a few. And you do get a little bit just, you do feel sorry for them. I do remember one time, one guy, and it was, um, he had a vibrator and it was still going. And you could just kind of hear it. And I brought him into the room and I was trying to be like really cheerful. And I was like, take his name. And I, and I and without even thinking, I went, 
and are you okay and he went well i've quite obviously had better days in the background as he was saying it's like this oh god carla it's like when we get a pet when we get a prisoner it's almost like tourette's so i get them into the room and i said can i have your date your name your date of birth oh sorry we asked for three three forms of id so i can can have your name please can i have your date of birth and without even thinking it comes out and i went and can i have your address and they go well i'm in prison and you just want the ground to swallow you up like, yes, of course you are. Yes, you're in prison. You don't have an address right now. So, I yeah. I would do that. I know. Sometimes I, I think I would be just desperate, like with the Apple man. I would be like, <laughs> I'm going to have to, we're going to have to sit down. Obviously, that might be tricky for you. Maybe it's <laughs> for you. But I'm going to have to ask a lot of questions about this. Like, did you not have any other fruit in there? I want to. I mean, I, know. I, I, I wouldn't. It just. It would really upset me to not know that I was just about to say the ins and outs, but that is absolutely the wrong phrase. No, um, 100%. But I, I would want to know all about it. Like, I, sometimes like, when people tell me stories, Ben like giggles because he knows that they're telling like a story and I'm obsessing over a really, really random, yeah. like, you know, you want question. The, you want it, yeah. You know, it's totally relevant to the story, but to me, I'd be like, yeah. I wonder what breed of dog that was. And yeah, like, what it's like Ben apple? can what? read my yeah. mind. Yeah, like, honestly, genuinely, I was thinking, I wonder if it was a Granny Smith or like, why well, does that even matter? A crab apple? Because I'm, I'm a pink not just that, very expensive. I, I have. I'm, I exact and I've come home tonight this morning tonight this morning to me it's and I came home and I looked at our fruit bowl which had <laughs> apples in it and I was like looking at them and there was not one single one that I would have put near my anus yeah nothing <laughs> I'm not gonna lie nothing spoke to you <laughs> no and we've got a variety I've got a variety of apples um <laughs> including ones that we've grown from our own garden but even that would not no it's not where I would go. I'm no. So it is the most random of things I think I've ever seen. Why did we start talking about this? We were talking about golf socks. I don't know. How do we... people being weird? Maybe people are weird. I mean, yeah, I'm never going to look an apple the same way. Um, so what were you said that it went crazy? It went like there was loads of people kicking off about that not the apple the other thing um what were they saying what oh so it was like this general thing which um to be fair actually there were some people defending this person that had written the letter and actually said well i actually do think it's pretty disgusting that people go in in their in their dirty clothes into a supermarket it's not okay um a lot of people were saying oh come on you know it's just a supermarket there's a lot more smelly people that walk around because lots of people smell that haven't been near horses. And, and I think the general consensus from it was, was most horse people quite aren't aware of how filthy they are. No, I think and I'll hold my hands up to that. Like, I, no, I'm just not aware of how dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are quite clean tonight. Mine are actually, I just rare. looked at that and thought, well, actually that one's not so clean. <laughs> Um, this side's much cleaner, which is weird because that's my right hand. Anyway, um, yeah, I I can take that on board. That probably it just when you're so used to it, it like I've yeah. been to the hairdressers and they've 
been taking shavings and hay out my hair. Yeah. And like by the end, they just yeah. got used to it because I've got really thick, like wavy hair. So stuff just gets like trapped in it. <laughs> yep. It's like a nest. You should, I think I just, we become immune to it, don't we? You become immune to the smell. I mean, it's like, I love the smell of um, when a farrier is, when they burn the, the, the shoes on. Yeah. I love that smell. I think it's just such a lovely, lovely smell. But like other people find that, an absolutely disgusting smell there's some smells that we, we as horse people we find comforting and, yeah. and we can't deny that part of that smell is shit yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's quite a comforting nice smell isn't it but it's part of the smell of what we know and what we find nice like the smell of burning foot <laughs> to someone else is disgusting to me i find it nice it's it's just what we know and what we find okay and i think as horse people our standards are quite low <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I suppose, like, I'll be honest, it would genuinely never have occurred to me that someone would be offended. Yeah. I get, I I could imagine they would look at us and be like, what the fuck has she come out like? Yeah. I get that. Mm. Have you seen that one, which I kind of, I think is a little bit, mm, the picture where it says something about, like, don't look at me like that. My outfit probably cost about- oh, the probably cost more, more yeah more than yours like yeah, i've seen that one i did um i did a tiktok which was what my husband thought he was getting and i did like all these like sexy women stood within that in riding type clothes and then i did myself pushing a wheelbarrow in my jogging bombs and my yeah. wellies and my let my coat i was like oh honey yeah oh like <laughs> when people talk about it being like sexy it's like it is the furthest thing isn't it from that yeah, yeah we because the whole smell of horse piss is pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's clean. what's funny is like the outfit will have cost a bloody fortune. I mean, if you I know, think I know. how much, say if you had like your riding boots and a hat on and say a, an equestrian branded jacket and then like show breeches, yeah. how much? Agreed. Not even show breeches, like some sort of yeah. like decent pair of day-to-day breeches because like i will gawp at spending i buy my all my jeans i buy all my jeans from primark i will yeah. gawp at spending over 10 pounds on a pair of jeans 50 quid on a pair of breeches i'm gonna muck out with. oh yeah that's fine that's yeah. cool mind i so do it think cross my mind that that's wrong and my mum said this like ages ago and i ignored it because i used to look really really scruffy and i do try a little bit harder um not a lot but a little bit she said you should invest in like your stable clothes more than you should in your actual clothes because you basically wear them every single day. So you might as well like what you wear every single yep. day. I kind of think, well, yeah, it's a good point, isn't it really? So I just have to spend more on breeches and <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Poodle. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so Shall we do Wanker of the Week now? Someone has sent in, honestly. I don't know if I've got one. I don't know if I've got one. Mine is, I took Henry to McDonald's. And they've got this new, like, roundabout thing. Well, it's not that new, but anyway, it's really confusing. They've made, like, flyover and loads of lanes. And I'm not the best driver at things like that. Like, I'm all right driver, but just that Mm -hmm. freaks me out. So anyway, I was so proud because I navigated it and I didn't cause any like major 
collisions or anything. And I was like, Henry, oh, mummy's done it. Well done, me. Like, amazing. Turned to go into McDonald's, and usually we go into the drive through, but the queue was like huge. So I thought, oh, we'll just run in. So I turned and realized I'd gone in the no entry. Oh, no. And so I was like, oh, no. And everyone was looking at me because the queue to get in was huge. And everyone in the, the, the queue with the drive-thru was huge. Everyone was staring at me. And I was like, oh, what are you going to do? So I just carried on driving. Um, and this man in this Jeep was losing his fucking mind at me. He was doing, like, giving it the whole, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, oh, my gosh. And, like... I just went, this isn't really going to probably work because it's on a podcast, but I just like smiled and was like, I know. What are you going to do? I know. What more can you do? And you can tell he was you know like, that he's, well, he's gone home. He's oh my gone God, home yeah. to his wife or partner and gone, I have just seen the <laughs> fucking worst driving I've ever 100%. seen in my life. But when I told Ben the story, he said, I said, oh, I went in the wrong way to McDonald's. And Ben's used to this sort of antics with me. I said, I went in the wrong way. And he said, what did you do? Did you turn around? I said, no, just kept going. And he was like, why would you do that? I said, <laughs> well, I was in there then. What's the point in turning around? He was like, well, cause you're mm. going the wrong way. What happened when you met the cars? I said, oh, the man was going crazy. He had to like edge to let me pass. Ben <laughs> was just like, you're a disgrace. Okay. I know. Did you pass your license? Yeah. I've actually done this before. I did it. Um, I did it with, two policemen of all people standing and I drove into a street in Newcastle the wrong way and um they like stopped me and were like you do this as a one-way street and I was like no what what do you want me to do then and they're like get out of it and I said should I just keep like going get out of it and they were like absolutely not you'll have to reverse I was like I'm not very good at reversing they were like, well, you're not, like, we're not going to keep going. And I was like, well, you're going to have to like help me reverse because I'm really quite bad at that. So they had to like, the two of them had to be like, to me. Like, oh no. Yeah. Like I was absolutely just mortified. So yeah. Have I told you the story of the horse box and Ely, and Ely Bridge? I must have told this story. I must have. I'm infamous for this. Maybe. So when I got Vernon the Volkswagen, I oh, had you had have, you have. Was very, very. Well, you took its roof off. Oh, yeah, when I drove. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad I don't just repeat the story. So yeah, <laughs> I took the roof off. So, and like, it stopped now because they've actually um, created a, a bypass so that people don't have to go over and under this bridge anymore in Ely. Um, but still, to quite recently, until the bit when the bypass was being completed, every time a lorry got stuck, someone would put a picture on Facebook of it, and I got tagged in that picture. Oh, what's this remind you? I was like, it was six years ago, let it go, all right. Really That's the thing, isn't it? When you see thing. something stupid and you're like, right, this is never, ever going to forget this. I'm never going to hear it. That's like, have I ever told you the time when I went for the job interview? And I said, I think I have. I went for a job interview and I had a broken arm. I think I've told this before. And so the guy had to ask me the questions and he had to write the answers. (laughs) 
Um, so he was like, <laughs> name. So I would tell him my name, write it down. And, you know, previous experience and all this. So we carry on. And then he got to the end. And like, you have to appreciate that how that had gone. That he asked me something. I replied. And he wrote <laughs> it down. So he said, sign. And I said, Libra. <laughs> and he looked at me. <laughs> You've never told me that. that because why did he say sign well, exactly the stupid he man right but i think basically i had to just make <laughs> some sort of a mark to like acknowledge it was mine okay but, well, but you also told him that you were a libra because he might have been what... interested <laughs> he might have wanted to see if we would you know I mean, that, mesh well compatible. exactly that, it's, that's, that, that shit's important to some people I mean, <laughs> who was I to judge? <laughs> Actually, this is going to, this this episode's mental one. So that came hot off the back of my cousin's comment and my granddad. Honestly, you know when someone shakes their head. And oh, I love your granddad. It was genuine disappointment, and he just was like, "I can't believe I've got you as grandchildren." So I did that. Um, about two weeks after my cousin was filling in a form and they're, um, they're Swiss. So they've got like olivey sort of skin. Um, well, basically they're just a little bit browner than we are. Um, and so he's filling in this form and it said ethnic origin. And obviously yeah. it had like all the different boxes that you could take. And yeah. he looked at my auntie and he said, um, they haven't got a slightly tanned box. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> the white. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So oh. my granddad was like, why can't these kids even fill in a basic form? <laughs> oh. oh, that's beautiful. Slightly tanned. That yeah. should be on there. Exactly. So, I mean, that's like, yeah, the reason I said that is because basically that's infamous now that, you know, if anyone is filling in a form, yeah. they'll be like, oh, there isn't a slightly tanned one. Or if it's a sign, they'll be like, yeah. Aquarius. <laughs> um, <laughs> not our finest hour. So. But made me laugh. So I'm quite happy. Exactly. This one's been sent in. Um. We have got an email from Lottie Green, and honestly, this one, I just love it. Um, she said, Hi, Katie and Carla. I'd like to nominate my horse, Pod, for Wanker of the Week. 
My unhorsey but very keen and tolerant partner has been having lessons on him for about a month and had just got the hang of rising trot. Not easy on an ex-national hunt racehorse. I can imagine. No. <laughs> he had progressed to cantering, mostly involuntarily, and seemed ready for a quiet walk up and down the quiet road that runs alongside the yard. Pod, in all fairness, was causing merry hell tied up, shitting, walking through his shit, flicking his shit up as he stamped his feet angrily. Oh. I managed to get my boyfriend on the horse, and as soon as arse touched leather, the fucking horse went cantering off out of the yard <laughs> and onto the road. <laughs> I love at this point how Carla is in no way concerned and is just creasing. Um, that is one of those moments, a bit like when your grand, bit like when your granddad levitated. I can see it in my head. And I don't care what the outcome is, quite frankly, because it's just making me laugh. <laughs> you just like, you get that, fuck, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> I don't care, it's just funny. I can see it happening now. This, uh, that feeling is that a horse canters off with your novice partner on his back. Like, this isn't going to end well. No. It's also slightly amusing. But you know what she shouted next? I just straight away was like, yeah, every horsey person would have shouted, yeah. sit up! Because <laughs> it's like... solve all your problems you're on a national hunt horse high tailing it down the road sit up heels down shoulders back breathe <laughs> um my feeble calls of sit up were lost amidst the sound of clattering hooves and the blood curdling crunch of gravel throwing my other horse at one of the liveries i ran to find him nowhere to be seen all I could see was my tit of a thoroughbred legging it up and down the road in clouds of dust. I eventually located oh. my boyfriend in a flower bed, which he claims to <laughs> which he claims to have rolled in to avoid Pod's feet. This flower bed was unfortunately poor maintain, poorly maintained and was full of a fuck ton of stinging nettles. Two ambulances, oh, no. three nights in hospital, four broken ribs, and a fractured scapula oh, later. And he is back home. Oh my God. Fucking high as a kite on morphine and insisting he wants to get back on. Like a true equestrian, oh my he God, claimed. Fair play to him. It wasn't Pod's fault. To which I replied, oh. if it hadn't been past five, I'd have called the hunt to come and redistribute the bloody shit bag. I wouldn't have. Oh, he is still the love him. of my life. But what a wanker. lovely partner. Which one's the love of his life? The boyfriend or the horse? The horse. Oh. To be um, fair, the boyfriend sounds like a fucking great find, to be honest. I know. He's a keeper, 100%. What a gem! I mean, to be fair, Your he's a little bit out of action off. for a while, but... No. That happened once. We, were, we borrowed a pony for Isaac, and Isaac, Isaac had always ridden Polly, who's like ancient, and she's just like the most well-behaved pony to be ridden ever. She's so well-behaved. I mean, I could have sold her for a fortune because she's just the absolute dream. And so he'd only ever ridden this very well-behaved pony. And we borrowed one of someone else because he's quite cocky because he'd only ever ridden this good pony. He rode in this school and he was like, we went for this hack. And I, he was quite, he kept going on really far ahead. And he was like quite far ahead in this pony. And then something spooked this pony and he, it set off and it just basically bolted for the yard. And he just didn't know what to do because he was just, it was like, and so he just started screaming, which of course made the horse go faster. <laughs> and I was like, 
and then like he, galloped, he went he stayed to be fair to him he stayed on a long time and then it did like a swerve and he fell off and uh, it created utter chaos um and anyway as he got up and he was like all fine about it and then we walked back on we were like sorting the pony out and he went and it was in this it was like easter holidays or something and as he walked back onto the end he went well interesting story to tell my teachers when i go back to school <laughs> and i was like oh for god's sake please don't like, they already don't think i'm mad enough and i turn up with my knee-high socks to pick you up from school don't tell them i put you on a horse that like threw you off onto a load of gravel i like, bet gravel all stuck in his back and everything i bet the teachers at the start of the term they'll be like who've you got this year oh fuck i've got that horsey mum's kid fucking hell like she's gonna be taking it out while she goes show jumping we're gonna be peeling the gravel yeah. out of the ear like where it comes skiing yeah. down a hill like oh my fuck and then we're gonna have to oh, smell God. her parents and then thing. <laughs> that's a hundred percent it isn't it that is a hundred percent it Absolutely. She's going to have run out of food, so the kid's going to come with like a very, to be fair, very balanced, you know, meal of chaff and grass nuts, middlings. Yeah, no competition mix. You never stay focused at school if we do that. Um, yeah, I bet they're just like motherfucker. We've got a horsey mum. I know. Oh, we got we a horsey mum. And then there's the one when like when you go, I've done it a couple of times when I've managed to get a lesson or something. And it coincides with school pickup. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just go in the lorry. And then yeah. you like completely block that. Because you have to turn around in the lorry outside the school. Block the whole car park. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. Standard. Yeah. I'm starting to maybe see where people's objections come from. The further we've gone through this episode. Yeah. We're weird. We're, weird. We're so weird, aren't we? We are. So are you, have you got one for this week or are you stuck? Sorry? Have you got a wanker of the week for this week or are you telling me you've I'm not sorry. been a wanker at all? I mean, I have been a wanker because that's standard. But I don't think anything is sticking out at this point. I can't be Lottie. That's I can't thing. be Lottie's horse. No. That, I, we did that. this in the wrong order. Maybe if I'd gone after you, I might have been able to pluck something out. But Lottie's halls, like hundred percent, and also, and also the fact that her boyfriend was such a legend afterwards. Oh, I know. I can't. I can't. It's it's taking me off. It's taking me off my game. If I'm honest, what a bastard that horse was, though. Like, you know, he's been practicing and just getting the hang of it in the arena, and the horse has just gone. Hmm, open space. <laughs> Let's have a little bit of fun. I'll relive my youth in the national hunt days. I can see the hedge over there. I, I'll, I'll do the 330, A34 stakes as he gallops up and down the road. Oh, I haven't got a jockey anymore. It doesn't matter. Didn't yeah. stop me before. I'll be even I'll quicker this going. way. <laughs> sitting, sit up and the horse will be like, no, no, lean forward. <laughs> well, that's how you, you want to see some real speed? Yeah. Oh, oh Blair. All right. Well, I hope he gets well soon. Oh, yeah. Well. I, I totally forgot better. about saying that. Because, yeah, because we're he... so busy laughing at the incident, we forgot that he was actually quite injured. Yeah, he sounds a really good egg. So we do hope you get better soon. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next time, maybe. Oh, I don't know. What do we think? I can't offer any advice, if I'm honest. No, I feel like that. Probably really enjoyed that 
So my concern is that it's... <laughs> the second <laughs> he's fitting it well, it's just, it's literally going to be like, brilliant, he's game for it again. Come on, boy. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Get on. Let's go. I love how it was like like you know standing like going crazy on the end of its lead rope because it'll have literally been like as if it was going to a race you know and they're prancing around in the paddock it's going to be like psyching itself up like <laughs> i wonder how this is going to go then yeah it's not i'll be honest it's throwing itself around on the end of the lead rope i've seen him look calmer but i'll tell you what let's get you on and we'll see what that does to his mood <laughs> It's like shitting everywhere, like throwing itself around. Yeah, this this could be interesting. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Again, the horsey mentality, isn't it? Like, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Well, (laughs) now you come to mention it. (laughs) Fractured scapula. Pretty sore. (laughs) The old uh, four broken ribs, quite tender, yeah. <laughs> Multiple metal stings, not ideal. But, it wasn't the... <laughs> but not the horse's fault. To be fair, he said it's uh, not the horse's fault, but he didn't say much. it wasn't her fault. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's very true. I know, just that. I thought in my head, he's probably blaming himself. He's like, Oh, if I just landed on that bit of lo- that bit of long grass instead of the flower bed, it yeah. would have all been fine. Or if only <laughs> I'd sat up a little fault. bit more. If only I'd get those heels down. <laughs> it's not the horse's fault. I just didn't sit up. I mean, understandable. Oh, so, obviously. Horsey people. 100% best story ever. Like, you definitely win. We need lots more stories like that. We need you to send in those amazing stories because it oh, we love it so much it makes us feel a lot better about our lives and so any questions <laughs> or stories send them to bookoffbanter at gmail.com or find us on facebook and instagram at bookoffbanter and we will enjoy laughing at your tales of woe <laughs> i know it gives me so much joy please do keep sending them in i love it so much I'm very sorry for the randomness of this episode, by the way. I was literally just about to say the same thing. I was just about to apologise and be like, I'm really sorry. I don't even know what to say. Um, It's it's been all We'll try and get it together. I I feel like I say that a lot. Yeah, what we say, we say we'll try and get it together. We say that every bloody week, don't we? Uh, We'll get it together for the next episode. (laughs) We probably won't, but thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate it. do love you guys i'm gonna go i'm gonna have some sleep or maybe if i have some sleep i'll be a bit more sensible bye bye